Today on the Keel Podcast, everyone and their mother is hurt. Jim Rutherford is trying to boast up the pens again. And the NHL is heading back to the Olympics, question mark. All that and more here on the Keel Podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am your host, as always, Alex Steele, alongside me, the insider of the insiders, Tyler Keel. Haven't even sat down with your beer at the Scotiabank Arena tonight? Well, too bad. The Coyotes already scored. It's one nothing. You're not wrong. And they're about to score. Good, good lordy. This seems on a second half of back-to-back. I know they had to come from behind with the Bell Center last night, but this is embarrassing. They're about to trade Taylor Hall for no good reason. They're about to score again because the Leafs decided, hey, you know what? Let's just, you know, let's try to fake him out with Freddie not starting, but now he is starting. Now he's not starting again, and now we're just going to play flat in front of Jack Campbell. You know, here's my question. Uh, Are they on the penalty kill? You would think. They're playing like it. By the way, for the first time in a while, folks, we have the Leafs game on live as we're recording tonight's podcast. I'm already regretting that decision. On February the 11th. Well, aren't we? we, We've won once, right? One for... What, are you talking about the superstition thing of when you watch games? Well, when they lose, yeah. I don't care. And you're yawning already. Good start. But, um... See, I'm just trying to... I'm, I've been weaning myself off coffee, so... Yeah, and you're... It's been working actually pretty okay. And I can tell by your lack of levels here on my board. Well, it's because the frickin' headsets... The thing's not here, long if, enough. If I literally just pull, no. it, if I literally just pull it forward, no. it like half it's an a inch. headset goes on my head. The ear parts are supposed to go on the ear parts, and they're on the ear parts. Well, I mean, yeah. Bud. I know. We're just trying to. Well, okay. Like I said, the headsets I'm going to get in the summertime. After I have to give these back to Davenport, I'll take those, and there you are. Let's see. Uh, keys of the game brought to you by Napa are Maple Leafs, patience everywhere, and coach it, or what's it say for the Coyotes? Scratch and claw. Coaches. I, I scratch and claw, scratch and claw for the Cowboys, and patience everywhere for the Leafs. How about a little bit more? Uh, how about less patience, Alex? How about just freaking score how about and stop letting goals in? How about to- that? The top line tonight—they're out there right now: William Nylander, Mitch Marner, and Austin Matthews. Almost thirty million dollars between the three of them. This line to score out—they're out there right now. And oh, oh, dang it! No. How man. about play like a goddamn hockey team? How about that? They're trying out there. Uh, this- what do you mean, freaking trying? If you just put those three out there, you have a chance. Actually, not defensively, but offensively. So pretty much if you literally just keep the two defensemen on the Leafs' blue line, you still have a chance to score. Three on five with those three in the zone, I'd have a more faith in them. Just keep, the, just keep the defensemen on the blue line in the Leafs' zone just so they're ready for the odd man rush and then just have Jake Muzzin like, throw like an elbow or something. Because remember, he did that against the, was it, uh, the Ducks on Friday. Sure. But anyways, back to the show at hand here. If you want to get involved in the conversation, be sure to use the hashtag the Keel Podcast at the Keel Podcast on Twitter. Get involved in the conversation. Get involved in the show. Maybe you need that coffee. Huh? You sure you don't need that coffee? I mean, I I'll probably survive. Just yep. as long as we don't make this two hours, we'll be fine. Well, if the Leafs don't win this game, nobody's surviving this one. Oh, good guess. They, they, listen, it's the Coyotes. They're a slumping team right now. I know we were praising them. We were talking to Louis Pinot, and this team was going to be awesome. They're going to be a playoff team. They're going to win the gosh darn division, and now they're just decent, and they're going to trade Taylor Hall, at least, unless they win both these games. In that case, they're right back in the Pacific race. Well, 
out. It's the wild, wild west. It you could either lose or you could either win. It you know what? I'm gonna do this for Arizona's sake. Vancouver's winning the division because that's what I did with Arizona, and then Arizona flopped. No, Actually, not, I do want Vancouver. It's I, not happen. I want Calgary. No, I said it last week on the show. I want it to be Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, or Va- Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary. I want the three. Northwest Canadian teams to be in the top three because you want to know why? Why don't you just say the three Canadian teams out west? Well, because I guess the three they're, Pacific they're teams. South, they're south, Tyler. They're in South Canada. Well, nor- sorry, northwest part of the league of the league of the league footprint, I guess, if you will. Well, yes, because they're in the in. Okay, they're southwest of the country of Canada. They're northwest of the league. Does that make sense? Sure. They were in a division called the Northwest before the NHL is like, we're just going to have two in each, you know, because this Southeast Atlantic and Northeast thing is dumb, and this Northwest Pacific and Central thing is dumb, so we're just going to have a metropolitan. Wait, what? That's not even a region. Metropolitan. The NHL is great. It's a wonderful league. We should definitely stick. We should stay with it. I mean, there's no other National Hockey League or any sort of, like, North American Hockey League that equates to the same levels. We so. could just be a junior hockey podcast. We could just well, actually, you know, the O the O show, the OHL podcast that I've uh, I follow the guys on Twitter. They're pretty good, so I'll leave them at that. See, I, again, would, I, I would do that, but I don't care enough. I know you don't care. That's why I can't do a college hockey one too, because there's the USCHO podcast and the College Hockey News podcast, and. Even though I'm so like, instead even, we're doing a NHL podcast where there's like a there's thousand none of those. There's none, none of the, there's no NHL podcast. We are out there. an original nobody, idea. Nobody talks about the NHL. Alex. Nobody yeah. talks about the Leafs. Nobody talks about the NHL. It's fine. Well, the only reason why we're talking about the Leafs because they're playing right now. Mother of goodness, they're going to score again. Anyways, other Hashtag stuff. Hashtag the Keel Podcast at the Keel Podcast on Twitter. Get involved, involved in the conversation. Get involved with the show. First of all, by the way, Christian Dvorak did score the goal for the Coyotes. Okay. Uh, For the let's, OC. let's get into some actual news. Let's focus on a team that is not slumping right now, and their star players are actually star players. Star players are actually star. Alex, you're doing a great job. I mean, they are. So, good old Zucker Zuckerberg. Wait, hold on. who? Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg got traded to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Are you sure Alex's name is Mark Zuckerberg? No, but it's Zucker because he's a sucker for them cups. Am I right? Yeah, he's, uh, he's not going to win a Wait, hold on. Jason Zucker. Aren't you... Ta- Wait, how can you get traded, Alex? Isn't he... Isn't he the guy... Get out of hockey all day! Someone must... <laughs> what? Remember? So, okay. Oh, the- God. Yes, Tyler, you can't do inside jokes on a show It's where not an inside pe- joke. That's what... Okay, but let's be honest. It's a niche audience of who follows Steve Dangle. It's... Are you kidding me? The guy's popular across Canada now. Canada. That's it. All right. So if you're wondering who the heck that was yelling into the uh, soundboard for a second there, that was Steve Dangle. Leafs super fan Steve Dangle. Now Sportsnet talent. Sportsnet talent we can go with. Personality. Sportsnet personality. He. So this was from the 2017-2018 season where the Leafs beat Minnesota in a game, and Jason Zucker scored both goals for Minnesota, and he celebrated like it was like the greatest thing ever. And that was his reaction, which we turned into a gif, which I'm still proud of that I have that. I still have that gif somewhere. He's like, yeah, well. And he likes penguins hockey all day. I'm saying you can't trade the guy that's going, oh, yeah, wild hockey all day. Can't do that. 
but they did. So Jason Zucker got traded to Pittsburgh. Let me quick pull up the trade details for you. So Jason Zucker to Pittsburgh by himself. Uh, in return, the Minnesota Wild, the Minnesota Wild acquired Minnesota Wild. The Minnesota Wild. They Live acquired on the wild side. Alex Galchenyuk, Kalen Addison, who is a uh, AHL junior. Um, He's with the Lethbridge Hurricanes. If you're curious, you're curious. And then they also received a 2020 conditional first round pick. The conditions of the pick are that if Pittsburgh misses the 2019-20 playoffs. Pittsburgh has the option to send their 2021 first-round pick instead, so their 2020 pick becomes the 2021st pick, and Pittsburgh gets theirs back. I think that makes sense. Get you know, it? And, good. and here's the thing. So Minnesota fans are like, oh, my gosh, Galchenyuk, really? That's the return? Yes, Billy Garen's throwing in the towel, guys. Okay? This is a sell. This is not a buy. You're not buying Galchenyuk. You are done. You are tanking. You are looking at, all right, we may not be able to get by field. They're not tanking. Well, they're not winning. Well, what are you going to do? Sit there and hope for... I mean, I can go through the draft prospect rankings right now, but we listen, don't have enough time for that. You, what I'm saying is that this team is not supposed to win. They're, Tyler, it's not... You're not selling. You're investing. You're not investing you're, in Alex Galchenyuk. Well, okay. Well, yes, you are, because, listen, you, you get rid of Jason Zucker, so you get Alex Galchenyuk instead. So, automatically, you filled the roster spot back up. But and you're is, also getting a player from the juniors who now you have his rights, and you're also getting a 2020 conditional first. So and let's, really, let's be honest, Pittsburgh's probably going to make the playoffs. So that's uh, this year. Really? It's a this year first-round pick. I'm just taking a while. That's a, that's a very strong case there, Alex. I mean, they've only won seven of our last ten games. No big deal. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. So well, going back right, to Kayla, right, right now, now they have two first-round picks in this upcoming draft in a draft that – has the uh, capabilities of giving teams a lot of solid talent. In, I'd say, in, in I'd, the I'd case say, of Minnesota, that's what they want. They want a future. I would say at the top. I don't know if it's going to be as deep of a first round last year, even though we talked about last week how Jack Hughes has turned into a bust, at least for the first few years of his career. But let's look at what Minnesota's getting here. Alex Galchenyuk. Well, I just went over it. You get a roster player, a well, prospect, no, and future. What I'm saying is what they're actually getting. Galch, there's whispers that he actually may be flipped. There's plenty of time before the deadline, before the end of this month, that there could be more moves. Galchenyuk could actually be flipped by Billy Garen for more picks, which means you're getting more. Now, here's the problem. Galchenyuk has to start stepping up. He's playing tonight in the lineup for the Minnesota Wild. And the thing you're getting with Kalen Addison is everyone's like, oh, my gosh, he's too small. He's not going to be good enough. He's only five foot ten. You know, what are you looking at here? And I guess the big thing for fans to realize in Minnesota is that he's not going to be a dominant physical player. How tall is Tyson Berry, Alex? Not six foot. You're asking the wrong person. Just take a guess. I mean, you see him on the ice compared to Jake Muzzin, compared to Justin Hall. He's about 5'11", 5'10". Yeah, that's about what Kalen Addison's looking like. And guess what? Kalen Addison, last two seasons with the Hurricanes of Lethbridge in the WHL, 65 points both years. He had 19 points in the 2018 playoffs when Lethbridge made it pretty darn far. And this year so far, through 39 games, 43 points. He's on average for about 70 points this year. That's pretty and good. The, and but, as a defenseman in the WHL. But you but, also have to think it's the WHL. Right. AHL. Where Bowen Byram is going to – or Bowen Byram is pretty much Colorado's best. I look at this Could guy. Can you imagine but, Colorado think, and Minnesota? Think, though. Think of what? Think, though, Tyler. You're, this if kid – If you're thinking of if, right now, yes, you're is right. He, how many 
how many more years does he have in juniors? I think he's going to be going up to pro next year. He's 19. Well, he's okay, not, so he's well, he's 19 right now, so I think he could technically have one more year. Well, if he, he turns 20, he'll turn 20 in April. So I think that will make him an overager. Possibly. Not, I forget the rules. So, I forget the age rules, but you send this kid down to the AHL. You send him down there and have him have him muck around he's in gonna Iowa. Get beat up. He's gonna because he's gonna be playing in the, the AHL Central Division. That's that's where they're at, right? With the uh, I think they're in the same division as the Griffs. So yeah, yeah. So the Central Division, and that's a rough and tough beat 'em up kind of division as far as the AHL goes. Not too many fights as far as that goes, but a lot of a lot of hitting, a lot of grinding. There's not many fights in a lot of leagues nowadays. I'm no. just gonna I'm just gonna put yeah, that out there. Yeah, do that. Um, um, <laughs> talking about the the phone, uh, but. So he's gonna get he's gonna get toughened up in the AHL. You're gonna bring him up to the to Minnesota when you need him to, and there you have it. You have a solid prospect who, from the looks of it, he's gonna be a great player. But you know, do they do they really need to have a offensive presence on defense right now? Yes, is is, is a is a good question. Because anyone who right now in Minnesota thinks, yes, we saw Matthew Dumba, we're fine. Guys, you had Matthew Dumba, you had Matthew Dumba three years ago. Which, by the way, he's still, after uh, this season, he has three more years on his $6 million contract. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, indeed. I mean, it's not as bad as Ryan Suter, who after this season has uh, five. He has five more years. I thought it was 20. All right, because it was how long was those twelve year contracts with thirteen? Yeah, twenty twenty five. Yep, twenty twenty five, twenty six. He's yep, got five him, more years at seven point five three eight four six one million dollars. Him and Parise both, and I am interested to see how well how. I mean, that's why I think Addison's perfect because you're going to get that offensive skilled guy. You can follow him around with a couple other state home defensemen, and you got yourself, like I said, a Tyson Berry. And Tyson Berry excelled in the Central Division, a division where guys like that are good. Hey, look at that. Offensive defenseman fills a hole. You got a young player that can last you a while if you want to hold on to him. Now, that said, going on the flip side, you have Jason Zucker, Mr. Not-So-Wild Hockey Anymore, Jason Zucker. I am kind of interested to see how he's going to do. You know, he's got 29 points in 45 games this year, which I believe was towards the top, if not leading, the wild before getting traded. He had 42 points last year, career-high 64 the year before, 33 goals and 31 assists. I, and then the funny thing is that they are not hesitating on making him a big-time player. Ron the Elks? Mm. Guess whose wing he's on tonight? Uh, that would be Crosby's wing. Captain Crosby. Captain Canada, Captain Crosby. I knew this was going to happen. I'm just saying, what, the Captain Crosby thing? or that the, fact, he's, the fact that he's playing with Crosby? Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, you know. Their two, two playing styles kind of go in together. Zucker scores. Crosby sets him up. I mean, anyone can put up. Like I said, Crosby's one Either of those Either that guys. or Zucker is a Alex, Boston you could Terrier up, in the corner and gets the puck out to Crosby. Crosby just does the Crosby thing, and it's in. Alex, you could put up 20 points with, on a line with Crosby. Buddy, I could put up 30 points you, maybe. with one skate on. With one skate on and my curved stick that I curved yesterday. Did you see that? On, oh, you didn't say that on Twitter. Because you're not on Twitter because you're a loser. By the way, I curved my own hockey stick. I'll show you after the show. I already saw it. Oh, you saw the curved stick? It's on it, the one on the table, right? Yeah. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Did that yesterday morning. T- turned down the oven, warmed her up, put the oven mitts on. 
you know, it's awkward when the guy from Consumers Energy is walking around, checking all the dials, whatever, make sure everything's all good, and I just walk out with my hiking boots, my oven mitts, a hockey stick, and a robe. <laughs> Morning, how we doing? I was like... I know. bet he probably thought he was about to get murdered. <laughs> I look like Cousin Eddie coming up from... Uh, with, the, with the RV. Tyler, <laughs> fool! How we doing today? Yeah, oh, good, yeah, just curving my stick. <laughs> and the fall too <laughs> oh yeah that's exactly what it looked like it was a great sight i mean i'm pretty sure the guy was a little embarrassed but i didn't care i thought it was good oh god you really you kenny reed liked it he's, he told me he's like hey man if it works for you curbs is objective to me yep as long as you get pucks in deep and i'm like gosh darn right there ken reed of that's sports what, that's that's what she said that's what pucks in deep curve don't matter <laughs> brett hall <laughs> i play with a curved stick brett hall my goodness we talked about Brett Hall at the All-Star game, right? At least I did. Uh, I think so. Yeah. How? I mean, he wasn't as sloshed. They said, well, no, he was during the... Hey, chirping too much, hey, too, hey, Wayne. Hey, I chirping too much. Are you ever been to the Palm Isle? <laughs> well, well, did, the, did the Germans ever... Did we quit when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> good God. Brett Hall is... A unit. Oh, yeah. So I don't know what this is, but Bobby Hall was just hanging out with Mark, Ber- or not with Mark Bergman, excuse me, with, with Jean Beliveau's widow on Hockey Night in Canada. Like they were in, you know, where Mrs. Beliveau sits. Okay. In Montreal games. Yeah, and she was just sitting there, and there's Bobby Hall. I'm like, what in the heck is going on there? I'm like, oh, it's funny, during the anthem, I'm like, because she's, you know, they're a crowd singing and whatever. And I'm just like, huh. That's a, that's a sight to see. Because let's say Bobby played. John Bellavo came in the league before Bobby did. And they exited the league about the same time. Because Bellavo retired in 71, and then Bobby Hall left to the WHA the year after in 72. The I stuff mean, I know, I know. You're just you're just lost here. I mean, I know certain random facts, but they're not the same random facts that you got. You're lost like when Brett Hall is trying to say Bernie Federko during the playoffs. Bernie Federko. All right, that's enough. Of that's that. the best name to say. Hey, if you're a hockey fan, you want to get drunk and say a name, Bernie Federko. Uh, no. Counter Bob Beers. Bob Beers. Bob Beers. Yeah. Oh, gosh, who were we? Was it last year that Grand Valley had a guy named Nick Beers? Was it Grand Valley or somebody had a team that Davenport was playing against? Last name Beers. And I'm like, a boy. Is he related to Bob? They're like Bob who? And I'm like, all right, no, Bob he's... Beers. No, not everyone knows who Bob Beers is. Bob, Former uh, Tampa Bay Lightning great. I, you know what's funny? Cause I, I haven't done my research into this because I haven't gone this far into it. If Bob Beers was never part of a beer commercial when playing with the Lightning or any, oh, point, I'm sure he was. Or any point during his career, that's a crime. Any team, he bleached, anytime he, any team he played for that did not give him a commercial like that, an endorsement like that, should be fined $5,000. Canadian. We don't want to kill teams, all right? Unless it's Tampa. In that case, $5,000. Okay. Because for that hot streak, they're on seven in a row now for Tampa. They should be fined. You know who's not on a hot streak? Who does, who's not, Alex? The Leafs. You took two. Oh, my. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Well, they're not hot right now. They got Pittsburgh on. Oh, dear God. They got Pittsburgh on Thursday. Great. Now we get to play Jason Zucker. Yeah. yeah Pittsburgh hockey all day. Pittsburgh hockey. Screw the Leafs all day. I'm going to score all the goals. Did, was it Zucker that won the humanitarian award last year? 
You are asking the wrong person, dude. I don't pay attention to that. We kind need to of get stuff. a third mic so I can get someone on here that knows these questions that I I feel I don't feel like left out that I have to be the one. Or to you could just stop asking obscure questions. That's not obscure. It was last year. It's now, very obscure. Now, like, hey, asking, hey, Alex, who was the one Venezuelan player that played for the Canadians when they won the cup in the '60s? Now that would be an obscure question. Yet you also just asked that. <laughs> I didn't ask him, but that'd be like me asking you, Tyler. That. Who was it? I uh, he's from Caracas. He's uh, was it Caracas? The the Caracos. What's the big city in Venezuela? Caracas. I don't know. Now I thought you know geography at least. Uh, I don't know the big cities of every. Hey, leaf scored. All right, good way to segue out of this one. Tyson Mary of all people. Thank you very much. The future. The now Kalen Addison. There we all go. All right. I'm trying to give hope for Minnesota fans. Okay. Talking about the There's Leafs. There's like four jobs I try to apply. Shut up. Hey, I'm trying to apply for a job in St. Paul. Shut up. I'm trying to help people Saint out here. St. Paul, you're gonna go in the Twin Cities, there, bud. Are you? Is that a bad thing? Yeah, bud. Why? Because it's two states so over. With a golden goal first, bud. Yeah. Listen, I would not be covering the little brown jug. I could not do that to myself. Now, hockey, on the other hand, I don't care because Mel Pearson's a turd. Uh, it's a Michigan hockey. So, the Toronto Maple Leafs and LA Kings trade. So, this happened last Thursday? It was six days ago. So, I would say Wednesday. 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 Toronto Maple Literally Leafs. the day after. Shut up. I'm just trying to say the facts here. Well, you're talking too much. Trying to get the show going. <laughs> oh, that's enough of that. The Toronto Maple Leafs acquire Jack Campbell uh, and Kyle Clifford uh, in return for Trevor Moore, uh, the, a 2020 third-round pick, and a 2021 conditional third-round pick. The conditions of the 2021 third-round pick are that if are that the uh, 2021 third-round pick upgrades to a second-round pick. If either Kyle Clifford uh, resigns with the Toronto Maple Leafs, or if the Leafs make the 2019-20 playoffs, and Jack Campbell wins six regular season games, so that means that Campbell has to win six and the Leafs make the playoffs. That Correct. has to happen together. It's not one or the other. Yes. Okay. Well, I hope one of those happens, but I feel like in order for one to happen, both are going to happen because Freddie seems close. Because according to Anthony Stewart today on Hockey Central, Freddie was in the starters net during practice or warm-up morning skate today, which it it's a it is a thing. It's like whenever you see a goaltender go off first during a morning skate, or if you see a guy take less shots or something like that. Can we talk about the Kyle Clifford getting asked the question of um what was, what was the question where he was like, I mean they're not paying me to match Matthews in goals. Well, I mean, they're probably asking, what kind of offensive impact? I mean, he's not... None. That's not the thing. That's not his job. His job... His job is to be big. His job is... Where's Matt Martin when you need him? That's what I'm saying. They're asking him to be a skilled Matt Martin. A Matt Martin that played in junior hockey, even though Matt Martin was never skilled in juniors, for that matter. But that's what... I mean, Clifford can play. He At least he was able to play back when those Kings teams were good. Now, granted, yes, we said the same thing about Jake Muzzin. Now, Jake Muzzin's really out there. You're pretty much hoping that Jake Muzzin and Kyle Clifford are the same player, except one's on defense, one's a forward. Hey, Clifford, I remember he, didn't, he got a standing ovation in this fight because he fought against the Ducks. Got to do a fight against the Ducks and got a standing ovation because, first of all, holy cow, it's, I think it's the first fight the Leafs have had at home this season. Second of all, it's a big deal because, hey, this is your job. This is our guy. So if and when we play Boston, if they play Boston in the playoffs, that's their guy. That's mm. their guy they have to send out there. 
Yes, Tyler. The importance of enforcers. I never said enforcer, Alex. What did oh, I say? That's what he is. Tough guy. That, the, the, okay. the tough guy. Battle of the tough guys. Okay. Well, what or did was, Jaime tip that? What was the name of Bob Probert's movie? Tough guy. Yeah. Or the book. You mean the book? I got to turn it. That got a film adaptation. Yeah. That, that was called tough guy. tough guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a tough guy. Tough guy. And enforcer. I wouldn't say he's tough as Bobby Probert though. Well, no. Freaking Bobby Probert was the world heavyweight champion of the world. Say it again. The world heavyweight champion of the world. You want to know why? <laughs> the world heavyweight because champion he's so, squared. Because <laughs> he's so darn good, you got to say it twice. The world heavyweight champion squared. Because not only was he good at fighting, he was good at freaking putting points up on the board. Well, yeah, if you're online with Steve Eisman, you'll probably put a point or two, Alex. Yeah, probably. So You won't make uh, many good friends sending Philip Zadina up and down. Maybe that's why Zadina got hurt a few weeks ago. Just too many, too many plane trips. Oh, whatever. Too much jet lag. Even though you could just drive across state, that's probably better. Uh, it depends on the weather. I didn't like driving to Ypsilanti and to and from oh, you, the other day. You drove Sunday, that's why. Yeah, and it was snowstorm on the way there, snowstorm on the way back. Yeah, because it was half an hour. In half an hour here, there were four inches. Yeah. I mean, it's the fact that Lori, the reason why I went to work on Sunday was because A, it was clean when I left, and B, I'm two minutes from my other job yeah whereas if i did that thing i mean that's a, it's a bullish strategy there cotton glad it paid off for you barely almost died but i going back to the leaves here i've liked the way jack campbell's played knock on wood here you know he's he mr looked, goalie boy he looked really you know the anaheim game allowed a couple of goals but a game against montreal where the leafs just left him hung out to dry in that third period he did really well. He looked really confident, made a couple of big saves to, at that time, keep the Leafs up one nothing, And then Kelly left the couch, and then they tied it up and ended up winning in overtime. I'm not blaming Kelly for the loss. What I'm just saying is that's what happened in that order. But he looked really good, and if had not Kovalchuk been following up in overtime, he would have made a great save on Suzuki on, on the breakaway. He had a good poke check, but Kovalchuk was right there. I mean, what was he going to do? Yeah, that's a guy that knows that his contract's ending soon. Kovalchuk, oh my gosh. If there's Dude, what if, is can, well, here's the can thing. Up players, until, can players constantly just play like their contracts about to expire like tomorrow? Because if so, then we're just gonna have an all-star league. If that happens, Alex, Cole, guess what? If that happens, guess what? Austin Matthews scores 60 goals, Marner has 200 points. But guess what? They both are making money for a long time, so they're not gonna see how good they are until 2020, what, 2028, 2029? Something like that. So a long time. So that's just how many more years of this uh, no cup slump for the Leafs? Uh, no cup slump, buddy. This has been a lifetime. It has been a lifetime. People have been people have been born and have died since the Leafs, yeah, that Leafs won the cup. Day, Ty. That's not that's not new. I mean, like the person that had been born on in July of 1967 has died before today, February of 2020, possibly. Possibly. What I'm saying is, depending like, on their health, you know, it's over 50 years. Too much red meat, it'll get you. Too much. Re- oh, please. Then again, I'm I'm make 60 is the goal. If I make it to 60, it's a win. That's a win for me. I'm just either it's gonna be a heart attack or a stroke. Probably. It's gonna be Katie's fault too. Oh, for you? I'm about to say for me. Like, why would Katie have give me a heart attack? I mean, it. I ugh, might be at the same time. Like you me. and I are just gonna keel over at the same time. Just we're crap. gonna yeah, we're gonna keel over. Keel over, Ty. Keel. Keel over. 
because that's her name. How can the brothers have the same last name but have different pronunciations? One just give just gave up trying to correct everyone. The other continues to try to correct everyone. Correct. Because oh, by the that's way, by the way, it's pronounced. By the way, Phil Sweeney can't give you a job this summer with Kentwood. I talked to him. He's like, hey, is your brother named Alexander? And I'm like, yeah. This was after the game Friday. I wasn't trying to get a job for the summer. I was just, I literally applied for that stupid job. That way I could open up a conversation with him. Oh, well, then you should. Dude. Just I want to work for frick. I want to work in hockey. And you know what? Davenport's the easiest. Dude, just let me. If, if you want, just let me know. I'll have you sit down with Phil. Now, either that him or Greener. Because I know that's going to be talked for the summertime. You and I will get we'll get together with them. All right. Okay. Fine. Whatever. Get Let's go. Get you a gig. Moving on. Well, let's. Is there? I mean, is there anything more or less? I mean, Clifford's going to be the guy you're going to want for the playoffs if the Leafs get there. Jack Campbell, if Freddie gets back in the lineup here soon. Clifford. Clifford's staying in the lineup. He's probably depending on where you want to put him. And also, well, Clifford can be can be the kind of guy that'll bounce in and out of the lineup. Jack Campbell. Well, both him, Clifford and Campbell are pretty much going to be fill-ins when they need to be. And Campbell's going to have to play well. I mean, he Well, just, that depends he on the situation because you also have to think whether or not you look at this team and you think, okay, who are your in-and-out kind of people? You already got Spezza. Timishov. You already got Timishov. You're throwing in uh, Clifford. Clifford now. And you only got so many spots you can have. Man, I miss Tyler Ennis. And when I when I talk spots, I mean I mean cap space. You well, only have so much cap space that you can. Well, seven hundred grand. Up. That's why they get Campbell because he's a, such a cheap deal. Now, here's the thing I'm going to say about this so quickly. If Camp all Campbell has to do to make everyone happy is be better than Hutchinson, and be better than Sparks. That's literally all you have to do. The bar is at so low, Alex. Our low card table that we have our studio on is the, above that bar. That's how low the bar is. Honestly, just the Leafs need to play freaking defense and stop letting their goalie be hung out to dry because it doesn't freaking work. I know. They have to work on You're that. You're not Vegas. You don't have Marc-Andre Fleury. You're not Pittsburgh sometimes. You don't have freaking Murray. You don't have the other Murray. Tristan Jerry. No, uh, no, Matt Murray. No, here. so here's the thing. Yeah, That's why I said the other Murray. Yeri. So, by the way, midday, Toronto is blessed. And anyone that has TSN 5 and Sportsnet 360 are blessed. You want to know why, Alex? Why? Because Hockey Central and TSN Overdrive are at the exact same time, around the same time, both midday, with O-Dog and Jamie McLennan. They did a really good job talking yesterday about are the – this is going back to your point, Alex. You're going to get your ego boost out of this. About are the problems that the Leafs were showing when at the end of Babcock's tenure showing again. It's history started to repeat itself already. And they kind of dove into it, talking about like how their defense is weak and – they're not really sound. Because like I said, the honeymoon phase was there. The Leafs looked a lot better defensively when Keith first came on. He instituted it, and players were buying into it. Now, because they won a few games at that beginning, they were looking good. But now they're starting to get complacent again. The best coaches in the league continue to keep players focused, driven, ready to go. John Cooper was able to get that Tampa Bay team to win 62 games. Regardless how they did in the playoffs, you have to keep players at that level for an 82 game season and you only and you don't win only 20 of those games that's impressive enough that's why he was a jack adams candidate babcock was a candidate for one year because he took a leafs team with a bunch of rookies to the playoffs and curtis McElhenney. but it's 
it's a weird dynamic to see where the Leafs are at because you have to keep has to somehow get them to play. It has to. I don't say punish them. It's not. No. It's it's at this point. It's not the coach. It isn't the coach. We since seeing how this Leafs team is playing right now, they have established that it's not a coaching problem. So what? So what needs to happen then? They need to play hockey. They need to stop this dawdling around, playing in the playpen, tossing sand at each other. Which is funny because Jeff. And they o- need to focus. Which is funny because Jeff O'Neill is right now on the TSN panel for tonight's game of Leafs on TSN or TSN Leafs Hockey, presented by Molson Canadian. Because it's funny, the only out of all the TSN teams, only the Leafs have an actual sponsor because they're the Leafs. Because they're Leafs and MLSE. I so I just I, I continue on. But what needs this, to happen though? You say that their their defense is weak. Well, you're not gonna fill it up at the trade deadline because no team is gonna let you win like that. Do you have any draft picks left? I mean, excuse me, that's a rhetorical question. Well, I know you, they do. I, mean, I know they do, but use them. Are there any good ones that are worth getting a good defenseman that you can fit in your cap? That's the problem. You don't have enough draft. That's picks. That's another problem. Even if you did have enough draft picks, could you fit it in your cap? It's very slim. Very slim pickings. Because you think about it, you're like, oh yeah, we could get a we could get a bigger def-. and it's not even just you don't need huge names. You just need good players. But that's the thing is what some and I know some people have been tweeting out like, oh you my gosh, bring, could, Dubis is bring, ready for another one. Dubis you know is going to get you another could, one. People were talking about hell. Let's let's bring Drew Doughty. Let's bring him to Toronto. Well, you, that's the thing is you bring can't, him to Toronto. You couldn't you can't. Yeah, you, but I'm what I'm saying is even if we could bring him, it's like yeah, you're bringing in a big name, but is that worth it is he good enough to be to all the problems no because it's not one little thing that you're going to solve the first year the they defenses, made the, the first year they made the, the playoffs defense yes. is not good it's not good enough to help out a goaltender because i if they don't make the playoffs or even if they do make the playoffs it's not gonna be far you can't win on depending on your goaltender that goalie needs help he just he can't always depend on the two bars on the side and the one that's called the crossbar Okay, he I would say Mark Andre Fleury in the 2018 final to to get Vegas to the 2018 final. That would be the only case. Uh, yes, they didn't win. Very, very special case. It's not going to work for this team. Jack Campbell and Freddie Anderson are not Mark Andre Fleury. Let's get that out of the picture. And you look up front, and you're looking at players that they're starting to play the the 200 foot game, if you will. They're playing defense more than they were they're they're playing more than they were but they're not playing as much as they should have so you start off the game against the arizona coyotes which yes they're no slouch anymore but they're not doing the greatest and you're looking like you're playing on the damn penalty kill come on guys you're up front you're playing weak on defense you actually are weak and goaltending wise i think you're fine you just need people in front of you that'll help you out because you you can't depend on Freddie. How many you look at the shots against us or against the Leafs and then look at how many shots the Leafs have produced. It's not enough. The they've been outshot more than they've outshot their teams. Yes. It, so what you you ask me the question of what do the Leafs have to do? They have to stop letting shots hit the net. By the way, they gave Zach Hyman credit with that goal. Okay, fantastic. 
But here's the thing. Because if, if shots don't reach the net, they don't go in the net. What I'm trying to... So I get what you're saying, because you are doing a great job of the video analysis. I'm going to give you that. Here's the problem. It's to get the players to buy in. That's the hard part. Now, yes, you can easily say, well, the players got to do it because the players are professionals. Listen, it's easier said than done, Alex. What, are you, what more can you do? You're pay- you have to find someone... You, you're no. paying them to play hockey at a professional level. Listen. You're giving them all this great stuff. Sheldon Keefe is a placeholder at this point. I have, I'm not giving up on Keefe, but I'm saying the way he's coached this team right now as of it's late. It's not Keefe's fault. No, hold on. Let me go. Okay, fine. I'll let you go. Keefe, he's not getting to the players, which sucks that we're doing this podcast right now because we're missing the quiz. Two, Kyle Dubas couldn't get a room of men together and tell him how to play. Couldn't do it. Now, you go up one ring up the ladder, Alex. One rung up the ladder, excuse me. You have Brendan Shanahan. I'm just saying. What, you're going to have Brendan go into that locker room and throw shit around? What I'm saying is, Brendan Shanahan, you send him in there. You don't have to have him have a, you know, a Herb Brooks throwing around and get him on the line deal. Tell him what's up, though. Tell him how... I think ba- they've been trying to do that for too long. I don't think, but... I don't, well, that's what I'm... What are you going to do? Tell them that they're bad? No. Break a freaking wooden chair. Break it over a table... Get freaking rowdy with it. Well, I'm saying, like, just let not. You have play, to, like, at no. this point. No, you know, no, 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 Try no. telling them. You have to show them the passion that they need to win. That's what I'm saying. You get you in there. You need to the get passion. in there and not take it easy on them. Tell them straight up. Tell them that they suck. Look at them. They do in, suck. Look at them in their eyes. Let me. Let me go. Let me go. Okay. 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 You got to get in there. Get in their heads that they are not good. Until they actually play at their potential. If you play at... Yes, they are skilled. They could go and put up 80 points a year. 90 points a year. Score almost 50 goals a year. Great. How many goals did Steve Eisman score in his 97-98 combined seasons? Uh, so you mean like the 97-98-98-99 or the 96-97-97-98? For the sake of me not trying to do too much Google searching, let's go with just... Actually, I can do So you mean the seasons where they won the back-to-back cups? Yes. How many goals did he score in total between the two seasons, Alex? Regular seasons. Playoffs, yeah, he won the 98 Consmite. It was fantastic. But give me his goal totals between the two years. 46? No way. You did not just... No. Wasn't it 46? It was 46. Yes! Let's go! No. Let's go. Uh, no, Give me that. Give me that. No. Give that, me that. That's, Cash that's, money. That's BS. Cash money. I, uh, no. Uh, that's uh, BS. Uh, uh, uh. Where are you at? Where, I, how could I prepare for that question? There's no way. 46. No way. Let's the, Alex go. is right. 46 goals. Call up your boy with the random facts. You might know who the, who the Venezuelan player for Montreal was, but I know that... Steve Eiserman got 46 goals in the two cup years. Do you Plus know? Go. Do you know? Oh, what's the question they have? Which graybeard is? Sorry, they're on the quiz right now. Which graybeard is be more like traded? Joe Thornton right now. We'll probably do more trade deadline stuff next week. I think we'll be one week closer. Yeah, and everything right now is kind of speculation. I mean Taylor Hall. I mean, unless the Coyotes went back to back, Patty Marlowe. Patty Marlowe. Patrick think, Marlowe's not. Getting no, I, he's not good enough anymore. I love Bob McKenzie to death, and I love Bobby Margaritaville, but nah. But here's the thing, going back to Steve Eiserman. Okay. Scotty Bowman came in to the summer of 93. The 92-93 season saw Steve Eiserman score 58 goals 
84 games. 93-94, Alex. He scored, now granted, in 58 games, scored 24 goals. Yeah, because Scotty told him, you need to play defense. He put up 137 points in 92-93, never hit anywhere near, excuse me, hit 95 in the 95-96 season when the Wings won 62 games. What was his plus-minus, though? His plus-minus was 29. Steve Eiserman, in the 90s and onward, the rest of his career, only hit below zero, plus-minus. Let's see, I'm looking at it twice. 89-90, 90-91. Never again. His plus-minus, the year they won the Cup in 02, was plus-23. He only played 52 games. 97-98, he had a combined plus-minus of 23 or 25. He had a plus Okay, I love I was good to death, but if you're allowing your captain to have a plus three, yikes. Anyways. Maybe that's why he hasn't been inducted into the Hall of Fame yet. <laughs> stop it. You <laughs> stop it. It's enough of that. No, I... But what I'm trying to get at is, Alex, you have to... Some, someone's got to get in there and really look at them and say, listen, points are great, cups are better. Steve Eiserman, had Steve Eiserman's career ended with no cups, Alex... You know how he'd be looked at? Remember Marcel Dion? How good of a hockey player he was with Los Angeles? 716 goals. Still considered beneath Steve Eisenman. Mary Lemieux, who Brendan, scored... You know, okay, at, at this point, I got you. I, I get what the, the point you're saying. You want someone to go in there and you want to shake it up. You know what? How about this? Scotty Bowman is the best person to give you an opinion on in hockey, I would say. Living today. I don't even know what he did. Like, did he do it even? I, I honestly wonder. He probably went up to him and said, okay, I can see that you can score goals. Well, I'm saying, like, I'm talking about coaching-wise, because it seemed like, look at all the, and this is going to sound awful because it's Scotty Bowman, but look at the teams he won the Cups with. Montreal in the 70s. Mother of goodness. The team barely lost more than 10 games in a regular season. I think 79 they did. Pittsburgh. 92. With Mario Lemieux, Yarmer Yager, Kevin Stevens, whole nine yards. Detroit Red Wings, Nyserman, Fedorov, Larionov, all those bunch. Hall, Hashik. Okay, that's okay. That's the Hall of Fame team. That the dream team is just that thing. It should be on its own chapter of just any. That's not even in history. That just was a thing that happened before. Don't forget Shanahan. Shanahan. Well, Shanahan was there from the '90s though. What I'm saying is the '90 teams were great. Still on the 2002 team. Yeah, and so was half of the Hall of Fame. My goodness, I'm pretty sure somehow Gump Worsby was attached to that team. <laughs> um, what I'm saying is, he was, Scotty Bowman was not, I don't know if he was the greatest X's and O's guy, but boy, was he the best at, no, hold on. What? Hold on, Alex. What did you just say? Listen. Did you just say that Scotty Bowman was not the best X's and O's guy? Listen, you, you gotta hear what I said. All right, sure. He was the, I don't know if he was the best X's and O's guys, but I can tell you, he was the best motivator. He was able to get the best players, and he was able to get the best out of them. Steve Eisman never put up over 100 points with Scotty Bowman at the helm because he didn't need to, because you want to know why? He made Steve Eisman a better player than he was before. Scotty Eisman. Scotty Eisman. Scotty Eisman. Holy mother. That's, that's a baby. Oh, it's a love child of defense and great coaching. Look at all... like he. Larry Robinson would tell the stories of how Scotty Bowman would just make them miserable in the 70s, but they still won hockey games. 
Nobody hated Scotty Bowman. They just realized that he was teach he was trying to instruct them to play at their best. Unfortunately, despite Mike Babcock winning one cup with Nick Lidstrom as his captain, the Leafs have really not had a coach like that since maybe Pat Burns. Maybe Pat Quinn. Apparently, according to what people have said about Mike Babcock, he really tried to punish him. Yes, well, that's the same spit and chicklets. I'm not going to go into that. But so, so how are you going to motivate this team? They're spoiled. They're spoiled brats. You need someone to get in there. And Tavares is an all-star, and he knows he's an all-star. But you know what? You can't always depend on one guy. Here's the thing about here's about here's here's thing about Tavares. Tavares is not a vocal guy. Yeah, and yet you named him your captain. Great job. Because Stevie Eisman was not a vocal guy either, but he said things when he needed to. I just don't think JT ever says anything. JT does not seem like the guy that would ever call there anyone are, out. There are two forwards that I have full confidence in right now. It's William Nylander and it's John Tavares. Those are the two guys, which you know me. I love beating to death the I dislike William Nylander horn. I love beating it to death. I just, lo- you mean, I just you love-, you love beating the horn. I love oh, hold beat- on. You mean beating the drum, Alex? No, I smashed the sucker. You smashed the horn? I'll use the, I use the horn as a drumstick on the ground, okay? And I threw it on the ground. Panthers are up on the Devils. So that, there's two points we're not getting back. My point is, Austin Matthews, which Katie still thinks that he really needs to shave that rat off his face, and I kind of agree at this point. It's, yeah, kinda, it's gonna, getting gross. That's a battle that you ain't going to win, bud. It's kind of gross. Hey, another game team, Buffalo and Detroit. Austin Matthews is playing well. Is he playing what he's able to, or is he playing to his high, greatest potential? No. Mitch Marner, he's not playing to the potential that he could. I think they played like these, almost. These players are not doing what they're supposed to. They're not doing what they're paid to do. They're paid they're, to score goals, but they just they're need to playing pay. like at best five million dollar players. I at best. That's a bit of a stretch. I would, okay, I would say Matthews, maybe seven. I, it's they're a bit not of a, it's playing a bit of a stretch what, they're not playing at the level that they're worth, and the team is suffering. No, they're playing they're, pay, they're they're getting paid to score. Unfortunately, they're not doing anything else. That's the problem. That's the problem the Leafs have. It's not the fact that they can't score. They just can't play like, it. They're hundred foot players. They're, that's the problem, is they're all hundred foot players, and they're getting paid to just be special in one hundred feet of the ice. Unfortunately, it's the wrong hundred feet. Right. And, and I mean pro- and uh-huh. we're not investing in the defense. That's the problem. Leafs are investing in the wrong areas, but you need to because you have these talented offense, these these special players on offense. Right. And look what's that doing for you? Nothing. I was very, very blessed being able to go and watch the Leafs versus the Wings in person. Even playing against the Detroit Red Wings, and even though they were winning, at the beginning of the game, William Nylander, who was originally pegged for playing too slow, playing like he not having the quickest reaction time. Austin Matthews skates like a snail. Yeah, he's not fast. That's he not that's skates not, like a snail. So that's not so you know what? Yeah, uncommon he, knowledge. You know he he doesn't play defense. Doesn't get back enough. Yeah, you want to know why? Cuz he doesn't get back. As soon as the play is already moving to the offensive zone, he just reached the blue line or He's slowly skating to the bench trying to get a line change. That's not, yeah, it's not him. He's getting beat by, even though they're older, faster guys. 
in transition, he's not the player that you need him to be. So, you know what? Maybe have him sit at the freaking point or something like that. I don't know. He's not the. This team is not playing how they should. I, I. There's no real no. other way for me to say it, and I I can't dissect it I, enough. I disagree with I, you on that because this team is clearly built to score goals. They're just not scoring enough goals. And that's yeah, the, they're not doing what they're supposed to. That's the problem. They're not playing the way they need to play in order to be a cup contender. I know we're sounding like everyone else, folks, and I know you're like, oh, my gosh, but you sound like everyone else. But it's, it's the truth. And that's the problem. You do not have enough money to get out good defensemen. You have decent. I mean, we're learning that the spent too much. We're learning that the Leafs defensemen they're bringing up. Rasmus Sandin's going to be good. Timothy Lilligren's. I, I don't know yet. Yeah, Rasmus Sandin is going to be good. He's not good now. But that's the thing is you can't get any defensemen, and nor nor should you. What uh, what name a defenseman out there that stop it? Stop getting all frustrated. Tell me, Alex, a defenseman out there that is on the block that is worth going after, even if you had money. Well, that that question right now, I'd have to look at stuff. I'd have to look at teams. You ain't getting John Carlson because you know what? You're not going to get Mark Real, Giordano. Actual. Good defensemen are a hot commodity, and they don't—they aren't given up by teams very easily. You look at the trade block; who's the majority of the players on there? Forwards, because they're easily maneuverable. And you, the reason why they're getting moved is because they're not worth it. They're not worth keeping. So you know what? Let's try to sell them and get as much as we can get back. In this league. There's not enough good defenders to go around, and the teams that do are the teams that win. You look at Boston, you look at the type of players that they have on their defense, that's why they win. You look at the kind of players that Tampa had when they were winning 62 games out of a year, and you know what? That's why they won games. Because they could score, and they had Vasilevsky as a goaltender. Look at Lee, and look at St. Louis. You had, you had, I would say, Pretty decent defense, not the best, but you also had defense in your offensive players. Ryan O'Reilly is part near the one of the most well-rounded non-superstar players in the league. You're telling me, Alex, that the Selkie winner is a well-rounded player? No. Would not have guessed, Alex. You, you just blew my mind right there. Can so, you- So you can ask me, yes, who is worth it, who is on the block, Nobody. I'd like to know if there's any other player on any other team that had that led the team in points, led the team in points and plus minus. But you know what, Tyler? It doesn't matter because hell, Giordano and Chara and McAvoy. No, Chara is not. And, com- no, back. No, Chara is not in any trade conversation. Just what I'm saying: good defensemen, good defensemen that will fix the quote unquote the problem. He he he. Buddy, he could maybe fix your roof because he's tall, but he could. You fix get it. what I'm saying. They're not gonna be on the block, and if even if they were, the Leafs couldn't afford them because they spent way too much on these players that didn't deserve the money. No, they deserved it. Just not that much. It's the uh, yeah. And How I'm, much is Patrick Line making right now? He's making what he should be because it's a bridge deal. Yeah, it's a bridge deal. You're telling me Kachuk is actually worth $7 million? Buddy, that guy's going to be worth 12 in a year. By the end of his three-year deal he's got right now, he's going to be making $12 million easily. 
Great. So right now, you're saving $5 million that you can spend on other players. Yeah, and they're still not going to win a cup. They have better chance of winning a cup than the Leafs do. Uh, you want to know why? They actually made it into the playoffs. Uh, Deep. No, they didn't. They lost in the first round last year, Alex. They got beat by Colorado. They're no more than the Leafs are. Yeah, they had a better regular season, technically, but actually not really, because they barely had a few more, because that was when the Pacific was garbage. Or actually, it was the whole West that was weaker. But what I'm saying is, Alex, I... The Leafs, need- the Leafs can't pick, fix their problem. They can't. I'm sorry. They, well, they can't. can. They just need to fix it from within, and it's not going to be the players. That's the problem. And if you think the players are going to fix it themselves, you're wrong, and that's just the way she goes. Well, because they, they can't be trusted. The, the players... I'm tooting my own horn here. I said that the... It, the what are you the, tapping? The prison, it's the chair. The prisoners have taken over the prison. They run the show now. And you know what? They're running it into the ground. Well, yeah, same thing happened to the Blackhawks, but... Dubas can do as much as he wants. No, Sheldon, here's the thing. Sheldon Keefe can do as much as he wants. Brendan Shanahan can do as much as he wants. But you know what? They're not the ones lacing up the skates. Shanahan could. Here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, come out of retirement, sure. No, just scare him. Threat, literally, just threaten to trade him. Literally, Kyle Dubas, just go out there and just say, just whisper to someone, hey, we're looking at trading, we're looking at trading Marner. Just say it. Just say it to somebody under the breath, you know, kind of hide it off. Because someone, because guess what? That guy whispered to someone else, whispered to someone else. Boom, it's on social media. It's on the news everywhere. Everyone loses their mind. Mitch Marner goes to Kyle that's, Dubas. That's a Kyle, stupid idea. What? No, that's already a stupid idea. But what, idea. Alex? But what happens then? Then Marner's like, I don't want to play here anymore. Fine. And you can bury that contract. You can trade him away, whatever you want to do. And then guess what, Alex? Then you have money, according to your. This so your then career. you just wasted a season. Oh, please. Team. You just wasted a season for Marner. Yeah. You wasted all of summer with all this media, and you wasted a season for Marner. I'm not... Okay, Marner was just the guy I picked. Because it seems like if you ever try to trade Matthews, that's just not going to happen. But what I'm saying is that scare him. Say, Mitch, you want to play here, or do you not want to play? Do you want to play our... Like, you have to somehow get to these young players. There's only three or four players that I actually would trust to actually... That would actually be guys that I believe are trying to... That's Janssen, that's Kapanen, and that's Hyman that I really think that are actually trying to buy into the system. The others, not a clue. If they score five goals a game, may not have a problem. But they're not. So it's a problem. Granted, this is not 1984. But there needs to be some form of a change in mentality. Needs to be a change in structure. It's just the question of is, who's going to step in? But It's got to come from above. It's got to come from above Dubas, and there's only one other guy above Dubas because MLSC just can't have board members walk in there because nobody takes them seriously anyways because nobody does right now. We'll move on. <laughs> We've kind of buried that one into the into the midst a little bit there. You know what? I have one option. One option if you want to kickstart this quote-unquote oh scaring thing. Oh, boy. John Tavares can keep the captain. Captaincy. He can keep that. But you strip Mitch and Austin of their A's. Yeah, I like that. Give yeah. Hyman one, and then, uh, oh, I don't know. Give Cappy one. Actually, no. No, give Hyman one, and then give, uh, oh, let's see here. Give Jake Muzzin one. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't give it to Muzzin. Why not? Just no. Why when, not? 
No, I don't think they... I Unless he is a respectable guy in the locker room, I don't see him as a guy that could lead the team. But give it to guys that work hard. Consistently. Zach Hyman. Okay, fine. Hyman and Kapanen. Give them the A's. Hyman and Janssen. Kapanen sometimes can look a little aloof. Okay, fine. Andreas Janssen and Hyman. Sure. Give those two guys the A. Strip, Mast, Matthews, and Marner of their A's. They do not deserve the position that they are in right now. By the way, Matthews, Nylander, and Marner played five and a half minutes in that first period, according to Chris Johnson. I know we're five minutes into this second period, but yeah. just thought I'd mention that one. Yeah, five minutes out of twenty. Yeah, and they're I mean, the top. They're the top line. Yeah, they got twelve. What twelve shots on goal that first period? I'm pretty sure half of them came from their line. Mm, good. Did they go in? No, because mm. you can't score on all of them. Mm. 12 you, shots, okay. didn't put one in. Okay, now you're thinking of shooting percentage, and guess what, Alex? How many shots did Nazem Kadir take in 2015-2016? Doesn't matter. He's hurt now. Oh, we'll get to him. I guess we Well, is that the guy we want to start with with our injury talk now? Yes. So I guess we'll go with Kadri. Yep, so Nazem Kadri is out indefinitely. They, they were talking that he was week to week, but now he is out indefinitely with a lower body injury. He injured his leg during Sunday's game against Minnesota. Um, and uh, Jared Bednar, coach of the Colorado Avalanche, said that he's going to be out for weeks, not days. Go end quote. And, you know, it's weird because Nazem start, he's, he was starting to get a little hot there, too. This is a tough break for Colorado. Well, let's take a look here. We'll be looking at up teams' upcoming schedule to see how big of a deal this really matters for the Colorado Avalanche because I'm looking at their upcoming schedule. Who do they have? So, tonight. They play Ottawa. Well, that's two points. Well, better be two points at home. But then you have, out of the exception of Los Angeles and the Ducks on the 15th and 21st, respectively, you have Washington on Thursday. Can you just not do that? <laughs> Tampa next Monday. Islanders next Wednesday before you take on the Kings and Sabres. So really, if you can get through this week, it'll be a big bunch. Because then you, I mean, yeah, you have Carolina in Carolina at the end of the month, followed up by a back to that's a back to back with Carolina and then Nashville. You can easily get two out of those four points, I would think. So realistically, if you can get through this next week, if you are the Colorado Avalanche without Nazem Kadri, hey, I think you'll be sitting fine. Unless it's like gonna be three or four weeks in that case, that's when you start running into Vancouver. You'll start running into Well, well he's out definitely. You play Vancouver. He's done. What? He's done, Ty. No. He's out indefinitely. Indefinitely what... means indefinite amount of time. That's why he said weeks, not months, not a year. It's weeks. That's why he could be back by the end of March. He could be back by the end of March. He could be back by the beginning of March. You never well, know. Let's act like he's out, out. Well, they'll be fine. The, the Avalanche are not a bad hockey team. No. I and... think Kadri will be back because what I've been told, it's not egregious, but they're probably just going to. Give him a lot of time off the feet, which is probably what you want to do, given the fact that he is a guy that you really want to have in the playoffs. Nice hit by Kapanen throwing it on Jacob Jaren. What I'm getting at is he's a guy that you want in the playoffs as long as he just doesn't blow his lid. Which, if you put him against, if you if you put him against one team for that long a time, he's gonna blow his lid. So, well, actually, I don't know because he's not playing Boston. He, I don't. Ma- I don't it know. Doesn't if matter if he's if it's Boston. I'm sure he'll find somebody to go after. Well, he's been hey, playing, Alex. He's been playing Boston for. He played Boston for 2012. So, what? Nine years? Eight? Nine years? 
He hasn't played a whole lot of the Central Division. I don't think he has that many begrudges. At least I don't think has any Boston players gone after anybody in St. Louis or for St. Louis. I don't think so. I mean, David Backus went the other way, so we don't have to worry about him. I mean, yeah, don't get, don't get me wrong. I would love for a Colorado-St. Louis series because that's where Nazem Kadri would just look at Bozak and be like, I hate, it's going to be a legitimately a Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. I'm sorry. I love you. Whack across the face. Oh, God. That's literally what it's going to be. That's how it's going to happen. That'll, that's how he'll get kicked out for five games or sure. ten games or whatever. Um, so let's move on. Let's move on to Seth Jones. We'll uh, save the, the big one for last. Uh, what so, big one, Alex? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Seth Jones, he's out for eight to ten weeks. Thanks. Uh, ankle surgery. We'll do that to you. I'm not even going to bother looking at the schedule because that's a long time. Which, uh, coincidentally enough, the surgery happened after Saturday's loss to Colorado. I believe they said he blocked a shot. Now, he went out with a leg injury. That's all they said. I think he blocked a shot. I don't know. An ankle, it sounds like it. But here's the thing with Columbus. How long was Corpus Allo out? Dude, you're asking the wrong person. A while. Okay. Elvis Merzlikens comes into the door. Now, I don't know who the Elvis Merzlikens of the defense could be for Columbus. I don't know who's coming out of Cleveland. But what I'm saying is, if this Blue Jackets team that we've seen through the first half or so of the season has shown anything, they'll be fine. They will somehow persevere, and they'll somehow just stay comfortable in the standings currently right now. As I look at the standings, they have the first wild card spot, one point ahead of Philadelphia, who is still there. They're just still, and I just say there, because here's the thing. They're 7-2-1 and one in their last 10. They've won back-to-back games. They are, Philly is just this weird team that I just don't know how they're just, nobody's talking about them. I Granted, yeah, they're not like the barn-burning team in the top two of the division, but this is a team that hasn't made the playoffs since what was it? I think they made it a couple they made it a couple years ago, but they've been so inconsistent. They're in a spot right now. They have a young core coming up. They have veteran leadership and a good young goaltender. By the way, you see Carter Hart's mask? It's got some Ray Emery stuff on it. It's pretty cool. Got some Razor stuff on there. But I am interested to see how Columbus comes through this because like I said, there is a whopping Oh, I missed the points part. There is a whopping three points between Columbus and Carolina. Carolina currently looking on the outside, looking in of the wild card picture. With how many games in hand? They have two games in hand. Both Carolina has two games in hand at Columbus. Philly, one game in hand. Or Carolina has one game in hand against Philly. Mm-hmm. And the Islanders have more or less games played than all three of those teams. So does Pittsburgh. Both those teams have played 54 games. It's actually the Islanders are tied with Columbus right now. Excuse me. I always forget the regulation wins always really gets in the way of everything. That's why I hate looking at the stains like that because, oh, look, they're in the top wild cards. But, oh, wait, they have 70 points each. That's why, like, I have to look at the wild card so I can see the wild card teams, but I can't look at the division because I don't know where they fit in the wild card. There's no happy median, Alex. But Columbus, I think, realistically, I think they'll be fine because I'm not saying go 500 down the stretch and make the playoffs, but if they continue at the pace they're at, there's really no need for concern, I wouldn't think, at least. Yeah, well, we'll have to see what they're doing. Uh, next up on the injuries list, we have Evgeny Kuznetsov. He is day-to-day with an upper body injury. 
Um, it occurred when he was hit by Leah Komarov uh, on Leo. Monday. So yeah, that was a well. The game itself. Uh, let me quick do a quick look at the score here because I forgot what they were up by a little bit. And yeah, the Islanders were taking care of the Caps last night, and because that stuff's coming up literally right in front of the Islanders bench. It doesn't look like an egregious hit, but Kuznetsov is kind of falling down, and his shoulder, like I think, hit the top of the dasher. Maybe that's why it's an upper. It's in his upper body, and I'm like, oh, it came from the hit. Just say it, shoulder. What do you do? Hurt his? I mean, unless he hurt his wrist, and he was slow to get up. But don't forget, Kuznetsov is one of those players that does a really good job of making sure he doesn't put himself in positions that will get him hit. He doesn't really go across the middle. I'm not saying he's a perimeter player, but what I'm saying is he doesn't get run. And Komarov that time was just a good angle check. It didn't look bad. He just probably landed awkwardly. So it shouldn't be too long before he comes back unless, you know, tomorrow, with all of our luck that we have here on the Kiel Podcast, there'll be a tweet from Elliot Friedman, you know, a good buddy of mine, or good. Bob McKenzie saying, ah, and Kuznetsov out weeks to weeks now with a shoulder tear. Something like that. Or a cracked collarbone. I don't know. Yeah, but... With Tampa and the position that they are, I think they'll be okay. What? You meant Capitals? Capitals, sorry. Tampa, I'm like, what? Sorry, Kucherov was... is fine. He scored an overtime goal last night. They won seven in a row. They're fine. They could lose Kucherov. Kucherov, they're fine. Now you're getting me mixed up between Kuznetsov and Kucherov. Look what you're doing to me. That they're, but you see what I mean? It's, it's the, the Ku- Tampa Bay Capitals. It's the Kuwa. With their leading score, Evgeny Kucherov, and the Tampa Bay, and the, or excuse me, the Washington Lightning, with their leading score, of Nikita Kuznetsov. It's the Kuovs. Let's just, you know, let's if there was an ever an off-brand hockey game, literally just take two teams from each division, their rivals, mash them up, which would be great when they do New York, because then you'll have the New York Islanders so and the have, New York Rangers. So no, you, So what? you have the Toronto Bruins versus... No, I'd probably do the Toronto Wings, Red Wings, and then the Detroit... Well, no, because funny, because the Toronto Red Wings are, they were a junior team. Or is that the Ham... No, I'm thinking of the Hamilton Red Wings. That's what I'm thinking of. Ontario Hamilton? Junior. The Hamilton. You said Hampleton. Hell yeah. Maybe my lips got stuck together. The Hamilton Junior Red Wings, that was an OJHL team, Junior A. So but they wouldn't have the rights to that team, so it has to be the Toronto Bruins versus... No, that's why he said the, the Toronto Red Wings and the Detroit Maple Leafs. And then you have the Boston Canadiens <laughs> versus the Montreal Bruins. Oh. <laughs> that's what it has to be because it's a rivalry. Now, New York, like I said, you couldn't do the New York team, so you'd have to do, like, with all four teams, all MSG teams. No, it'd be... You'd the, have to do the Buffalo Rangers no, and the would, New York Sabres and the New York Devils and the New Jersey Islanders. That's how you'd have to do it. If you did, like, an off-brand game. Yeah, yeah. Then you'd have the Tampa Bay Panthers versus the Florida, Florida Lightning. Lightning. And then the it'd have to be the Washington Hurricanes and the Carolina Capitals. I'm okay with that. That's okay. Carolina Capitals. Doesn't make any sense, because... Is Raleigh, Raleigh's the capital, right? Uh, uh, North Carolina? Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, I think so, yeah. But says the Canes fan doesn't know. But Do, Okay, fine then, Tyler. The Chicago Blues and the St. Louis Hawks. This game will be the most hated hockey game ever created. Tyler, what's what's the capital of Idaho? Boy, Boise. Are you sure about that? Oh, gosh, you're killing me now. Oh, you don't even know. I'm not an Idaho guy. What's the capital of Montana? Okay, no, what's the capital of North Dakota? Boise, Idaho. Oh, uh, f- 
Oh, it's funny because you and I did this quiz one time. We were driving back from Toronto because that was the time we almost drove off the road. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler. Uh, <laughs> we did we did a day trip to Toronto. That was our first mistake. Second mistake was driving. Moving back. on, since some people have I'm gonna go with, to do tonight. I'm gonna go with Fargo. North Dakota. Tyler, Tyler. I'm looking no, you asked Tyler. me, Alex. Tyler. North Dakota, capital. Tyler. It's hold on. Oh, Bismarck. No. Yeah. Biz nasty? No, not Biz Nasty. That's Arizona who they're playing right now. Leafs are playing right now. Um okay. Next on the list we have none other than Shea Weber, who is also out indefinitely. Um But it's looking long term. According to Bob Margaritaville, aka Bob McKenzie, uh he said, quote, I'm hearing the prognosis on Shea Weber's LBI is not well, lower body injury is not at all encouraging in terms of him playing anytime soon. End quote. He said that on Twitter this morning. Um, so why does Montreal still have a injury prone old defenseman as their captain? Because yeah, why they name him captain? It's not even French. Like, come on. Max Patrick wasn't French. He's French enough. Who's an Amerk? He's from French, Michigan. French enough. Well, he's not from Michigan. He played for Michigan. French enough. No, that's not. I'm trying to think of the last captains now that they've had. Let's see. Well, it was Markov. Wasn't Markov a captain? Uh, I think so. I don't even know who their captain was before. Gianta? Oh, yeah, Gianta. Yeah, he's an American. Is that French enough, Alex? Gianta. No. Yeah, it's French enough. Oh, Gianta. That's Italian, isn't it? Gianta. Any, any name that starts with G-I, any last name that starts with G-I is Italian. Giordano? Gianta, Gigaseppi, or whatever the pizza thing is in the commercials, or Giuseppe Pizzeria. Excuse me, that's what it is. Uh, yeah. So, so Gibbons. And, but here's the thing about Gibbs. Gibbs is Italian. It's funny because Montreal Montreal wins the game Saturday night. Jim Houston goes, and the Canadians are back in the playoff race, and they dr- lose to Arizona. Arizona comes back in the Bell Center. Even though Weber got hurt and Philip Deneau got a puck to the mouth, it was not a good day. So my thing is, is this the is this the guy that gets hurt that ends up affecting the entire the entire team? Probably. It's the weirdest part because But at the same time, I don't think so. Because I mean, they beat the Leafs without him. Correct? I oh gosh, I thought he, oh, was he wasn't he out of that game? Uh no, I thought he got hurt. I thought he got hurt last night. But this uh this is a tough break for Montreal. This is a team that No, yeah, he didn't play. That's right. I forgot he got hurt earlier last week. You need him to be there for his presence, and obviously he he helps. He helps score goals. He's got solid back end experience. Experience, and now you're losing him for possibly the rest of the season and yeah. postseason. They said he's doubtful against Dallas, and that was according to John Lou TS. John Lou TSN Montreal. John, he is yes, the, yeah, I, okay. I know, I know. Thank you. And that was on. That was yesterday. And then Bobby McKenzie came out with that this morning. So who knows? That's a good question, Tyler. How long is his contract up for? 
You barely pulled up anything on the on the soundboard there. Soundboard? We don't have the soundboard out. I mean, I'm my my mixer. I'm looking at the levels I got here, and you're barely more than a stinking starkin coyote or stinking starkin mouse. I almost said coyote because I was looking over and I'm seeing Kapanen go after Goligoski. Ah, yes, that's encouraging. Seven point eight five seven. Twenty twenty four. Uh no, it's off the page. Twenty twenty seven. It's off the page. Click the thing, Alex. You're right there. You're looking at it. Click it. Twenty twenty. Oh gosh, what was it? Twenty twenty six. Uh, it goes to twenty five twenty six. Third time to charm, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, not good. Because guess what? It's a few years from now, Alex. We'll have. Let's put it this way: there will be a new president by then for sure. That's how long it's going to be. That's how long it is. I you, like. You, you know don't what? Don't want to wish it on somebody, but if I was a Montreal Canadiens fan, you you're just ho- you just hope that he accidentally gets hit upside the head and can't play anymore. No, that's no, a no. bad contract. No, you hope. No, just put him or on, bury him. Bury over yeah. seven million dollars. Buy him out. You pay like three million a year. Is that what they had to do with Luongo? Florida is doing right now. What I'm saying is you can buy them out and you don't have to pay that $7 million for that long. You can pay $3 million for longer. Now, don't get me wrong. This is the last season that Mikhail Grabowski is technically on the books for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Granted, they're paying $0. Nice save by Jack Campbell. But you can try to find a way to ignore the contract or limit it so you can move on. Because here's the thing. Weber, not making it. That's a 35-plus contract, Alex. You have to pay him that no matter what, right? Yes, 35-plus contract. So it's not mm. like you're looking at Let me at actually it. check. If you're on the team page, you should be able to see it. It's say right next to his name. 35-plus or no it is, clause. It is a, it's actually not a 35-plus contract because he signed it in 2012. So, he, so that means he wouldn't want to retire because he wouldn't get paid it then. I think that's how it works. Right. I don't now. Don't quote me on that, folks. I'm sorry. I think it's, I think it's at like, me at TJKU29. Tell me if I'm wrong, please. At Keel Podcast hashtag. Oh, yeah, tweet us. Podcast, tweet, tweet, the, the tweet, tweet both of us too. Yeah. yeah, tweet Alex too, and you know, because he'll totally see it. I won't see it. I'm not on Twitter. Search him, Alex Keel on Facebook. Go after him that way. Go personal. At at the real Alex Keel on uh, Instagram. Oh yeah, do it. Yeah, chirp someone on Instagram. Yeah, remember how that worked out, Maxim Comtois? Remember that? Yes, everyone remembers that. But moving on to the last big one this week. Now I'm the sure one that, the one that decided to break Twitter real quick. The one that legitimately stopped Hockey Central at noon. The one that I really stopped working because I thought it was worse. Connor McDavid is out two to three weeks potentially with a quad injury. Quadricep. Uh, he was injured during the Oilers game against Nashville on Hockey Day in Canada. This cannot last longer than three weeks. So, okay. The Oilers don't have three weeks to give. So I'm sitting there at work today, Alex. Okay, we'll keep it short. Messing around on my phone Please because I don't, I don't do actual work at my, my paying job. And all of a sudden I see Sportsnet, TSN, everybody and their mother saying they're going to go live from Edmonton with a Ken Holland press conference. And I'm like, this cannot be good. This this just cannot be good. Because if you're calling a press conference 
either somebody's getting traded, somebody's getting fired, or Connor McDavid is done for the year. Because everyone first thought was, they heard lower body, which immediately everyone pointed to the PCL. The, the knee that he injured last season, yes. at the end of last season, and the one they tried to rehab. Yes. So, unfortunately, I wasn't able to follow the press conference because I live in the States, and we're bums here. So I, was, I had to wait for Twitter people to actually start tweeting stuff. And then all of a sudden, Ken Holland says it, and Twitter blows up. Two yes. to three weeks. Everyone was thinking, because everyone first saw a press conference, and I saw the comments right away. Oh, no. Season's over. We're screwed. Yeah. Going for, going for Lafreniere. Tank fest. Let's get it going. Like, everyone and their mother was panicking. That's not happening, though. Well, thank goodness, because Oilers, the, the Oilers franchise is about to sell right there. They're about to shut the team down. They're not no. even trying. No. Because he's, he's that important. Well, he, he is the franchise. He, it, he really is the next Wayne Gretzky. He's the best player in hockey, and he plays for the Edmonton Oilers. Here's the difference, though. He is the Wayne Edmonton Gretzky, Oilers. I don't know if Wayne Gretzky could have been like himself, could have played and produced by himself. Smart. But without Curry, without Messier, Paul Coffey, shoot, you go to you go to Los Angeles, you put him. Well, Curry was there too. But I mean, are you saying that he doesn't have players? I mean, look, look who he's got around him. Leon Dreisaitl. He's he's got more than just that. Nuge is a center. He doesn't play with Nuge. But what I'm saying is, I mean, McDavid is a little bit more. Oh gosh, that ice is still. They're still messing with that ice. Is there? Well, the Raptors played yesterday, right? Yeah, they won last night, or they win in Washington. No, it was last night. They played. They played last night. That's right. Raptors who won their. I'm not going to say. Not going to say what how many games they won in a row. But let's say a quick sixteen. Stop it! Now you jinxed it. Now you jinxed it. I'm not a Raptors fan. You know what? They're doing better than they were last year. That was with Kawhi. Anyways, here we go. Quick thing: a look at their upcoming schedule here and how important Missy McDavid will be. Thursday, Tampa. Saturday, Florida, both on the road. Then Carolina on Sunday in Carolina. Four o'clock game in Florida on Saturday. Four o'clock Saturday against Sunday against Carolina. Bruins on Wednesday. It's the East Coast road trip. <laughs> if you're an Oilers fan, you are literally sitting there. I'm like, well, 0-4, let's call it in, boys. Because here's They'll the pick up two points. Here's the nice part, though. You come out of that four-game road They'll trip with beat Florida. You have, you have to beat Florida. They'll lose to That's Carolina. The, they'll lose to Boston. I don't who's know. The, who's the third game or the fourth game? Boston at home, though. So That's, it's Florida, Tampa, it's, Carolina. They go, down, they go down to Florida. They got Tampa, Florida, Carolina, and they come back home to play Boston. Okay, so you're probably going to – Tampa's going to be a toss-up. So this is Florida, the, this is the Florida, West Coast. you're going to win. Carolina's a toss-up. Boston, you lose. Here's the nice part, though. Actually, no. Scratch that. Carolina is a loss because you don't have McDavid. Say you go one and four. Say you win one game against, say, say you beat Florida, say you beat Carolina, whatever. Then you have, Rude, you get, you'd assume that Carolina would lose, but K. Buddy, team's not a playoff spot right now. Calm down. Uh, neither are your beloved Leafs. They're third right now. Third in what? The Atlantic. Sucking. The Atlantic. Yes. And being a disappointment. Yes. You're starting to sound like dad when he tries to cheer, when he tries to boast the wings right now. It's kind of funny. But, quick look at the Oilers upcoming after that, though. Home against Minnesota, on the road against Los Angeles and Anaheim. However, Los Angeles and Anaheim right now, uh, those are points that you better get. 
Then you have then you have a couple tough tests though when you have Vegas and Winnipeg. You you need McDavid and you need him now. Now they're hoping that he comes back by like they said the beginning of March, which would be them playing around Nashville, Dallas, and Chicago. Three central teams that, despite Nashville just being completing an utter just gong show right now, still wouldn't want to take them lightly on home ice. Then you have Columbus, Vegas again, Winnipeg again, okay. Islanders. Yikes! You better we come back. It. You need to win. You need to win, and you need them to come back to win. Because we've learned with Calgary, for example, they're sitting in a wild in the wild card hunt now because they lost a couple games in a, in a bunch. They won last night against Tight. You could fall back quickly right now. Like I said, the West Coast may not be as good as everywhere else, but it's still a very tight race. Yeah. So that's I'm I'm, I'm are you are you good for today? Talking about injuries, you good for today? I think that's all we got. Okay, Why, is there good. another one that happened yet? I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. Hey, hey Phil Castle. The Asante player profile brought to you by Asante. We have a Rubik's Cube as our logo. The hot dog hero. Or is it hamburger? Yeah, it's hot dog hero. Hot dog hero. I mean, he ate hot dogs out of the Stanley Cup while golfing. So, Phil Kessel, two-time Stanley Cup champion. Or as Barack Obama said, Phil Kessel is a Stanley Cup champion. I still love that. That's how he started his speech. That made me wonder. Like That made me show, hey, someone in the White House is a hockey fan. Because I can tell you right now, Obama does not know that. So, um, moving on. Uh, so, the last real part that we have is we're talking about the NHL, NHL, PA. We're talking about the league. And the Hashtag IHC the slash IHF. No, it's not double IHF. Not double IHF. IOC. I mean, yeah, double IHF is involved a little bit, but. They are involved because with the, you can't play in the Olympics if you don't have an international federation. So they're involved. They're involved with the NHL. Don't act stupid. I study this stuff. You study this stuff. So uh, let's first let's talk about the NHL and M- NHLPA. They have had uh, CBA talks this morning in Toronto. Um, this was after the NHL's meeting with the IOC and the IIHF. Um, apparently, the word on the street is that the NHL and NHLPA, basically, it's coming down to the players want to be in the Olympics. What else is there to talk about to extend the CBA with that being a key one? I mean, there's. I think that was the talk when we were talking about the lockout for next season was the fact that there could be... Ends in it, 22, Ty. It wouldn't be next season, it would be the season after. No, what I'm saying is that before they both decided not to reopen the CBA, when they both said, no, we're fine with it, that's... I'm saying next year would have been the year. So that was the talk of more or less going to go to the Olympics and pretty much just make everyone happy. There's, there's little things like, you know, there's the there's the angel tax, their escrow and all that stuff. And my goodness, the Coyotes scored again. Never mind, Alex, you're right. The Leafs will be out of a playoff spot after today because the Coyotes will win, Florida will win, and that'll be all happy, happy, happy. And Canes will win. Go Canes! Who are the Canes playing tonight? Uh, I don't know. They're not even playing tonight, are they? I don't think they're playing tonight. They are... No, they start right about now. They are playing... Kind of upset that I can't go to the Griffins game this Friday. Who they, why? For the Saturday. Who they got? I don't know who they're playing. They're, it's, just, it's just 90s night, and it's the first 1,500 uh, people it's Saturday, get the yeah. fanny pack. No, it's not. It's 22nd. It's my birthday. The fanny pack one? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it today. Dallas. They're hold, uh, sure Dallas is hosting Carolina tonight. It's on ESPN+. Plus. You can stay and watch it if you wanted to. What? Dallas, Carolina. 
boys got homework to do. That's why I'm trying to get this show done. <laughs> you know what? See, this is why, you know, just... You this just, is why what, Ty? You're going to make this a solo show? This is why you got to... That's what you no. always wanted. No, I don't it's want It's the it. Tyler Keel Show podcast thing. I have, I have only done, I think, now, one two-hour show by myself. And I think, yeah, and you want to know what you, you said all throughout that show? Now, guys... No, that was no, that was the one when I no, had no, no guys. That, come on, guys. That was the one when I had Louis Pinone and Todd. You had Parker. a one-person conversation. I had a one conversation with myself, but I also had Louis. Pin- I had Louis Pinone and Todd on, Crocker guys. on that episode, so it really filled up pretty quickly. Come on, guys. And I think there was something else that happened that week. No, that was the week that Casquesville got called up because Frederick got hurt that weekend and stuff. Hello, come on, guys. Hello, hello, everybody. This is why I can never do my own show. Or I, well, actually, if I do get my own show, it'll be great. You want to know why? No reason. I, I don't It'll be three hours long and have a 20 minute intermission. It's called the normal radio show, Alex. Three hours, except they're just split up into blocks and stuff. But, sorry, back to the NHLPA. They're talking again next week. The idea is that they're just talking. That's the good part. They're just, you know, baby steps here. Doing as they do. I mean, they have two years to do it. Which means it's going to be like, hey, you guys have three weeks to complete this project starting from today. Guess what? Two weeks and thirteen day, or two weeks and thirteen days. Two weeks and six days later, hey, we probably start this project here, guys. I know we were talking about it when we all got to that one party at that one frat house, but uh, you know we should probably start working on it. You know, because outside of Davenport, there's schools that have fraternities, sorority stuff like that. You know, social events. Yes, Tyler. I I, I schools know. that are stupid. Schools that are stupid. Really? That's what you're going to go with? I pay to be smart. You pay to be I smart. I pay a lot to be smart. You pay a lot to be smart. And here I am now. I, it's funny. When I went to school, it was not that bad. In what, the, do you, so, what do you mean? Somehow, not that bad. Somehow, in the two years that I dropped out of college and you got into college, it just went pow. I think my tuition, what's yours right now? Uh, just just under 30000 a year. What the actual What? I was like seventeen. <laughs> From what I remember, it was seventeen thousand, and then they went NCAA, and that ruined everything. Pays. That's why they're adding. It costs money. That's why they're next year. Did I tell you how many NCAA teams they're gonna have next year with swimming and diving coming on? Uh, swimming. So swim and dive. That's one. Um, uh, men's and women's. Men's and women's. Devin so and I went over this. Okay, couple so weeks that's ago. two. Yeah, if men's and women's lacrosse. Those are NCAA now. Four. Football, basketball, women's basketball. You're not going to have enough fingers and toes for this, Alex. Hold on. I'm counting. I'm just counting. 24. I'm just ending it now. You want to get it over with. 24. 24 NCAA teams. NCAA programs, which includes wrestling, possibly women's wrestling, everything. 24. So the hockey teams are going to be NCAA? No. So where do you get 24? Softball, baseball, men's and women's soccer, men's and women's basketball, Track and field, just it, they add up, and they have all the all the cheer teams count all the cheer teams, the stunt teams. Okay, so my so then my oh, stunt counts, NCAA, NCA would see. Mm. Let me just quick add them up here for you. Because NCA is ran by NCA, it's not an NCAA sport. I don't think. They have twenty two right now. Ready, Alex? Baseball, cross country, football, golf, swim and dive. Or no, ten, actually, I'll, let's go to the 
teams that have both. Men's and women's basketball, men's and women's cross country, men's and women's golf, men's and women's lacrosse, men's and women's soccer, baseball, softball, men's and women's tennis, men's and women's track and field, volleyball, men's and women's swim and dive. And what are the ones I missed? I looked over possibly. Did I say football? I've got that one. I'm at 20. Where am I missing them right now? I'd say wrestling. And then stunt counts as well right now. So 22 right now, but they're going to add possibly women's wrestling, and they're going to add more next year. 24. Great. The fact that I don't have a job yet is annoying. This is not me vouching for a job at Davenport, because then it would take me away from hockey, because I know it would. Well, yeah, because then you'd be assigned to how many ever sports? Yeah, because they wouldn't bring me on to do video like any other school would. It would be brought on to... You'd probably be given a, the a lot of the non-varsity sports. No, I'm not going to say anything about it. Not gonna, I'm not going to get into it right now because I still have a job with them, so I can do that in the summertime. I'll, I'll go on that shtick in the summertime. Well, even if you... Yeah, okay. I have things to say about that. We'll just have conversations by ourselves. We'll have a conversation off air about it. Where I wouldn't get in trouble. Shout out to our boy Cooper, who apparently listens to the show. Cooper Weinthal, him and I, I got, oh my, no, I can't tell you about what the guy, we had a, we had a weekend, him and I. We had a weekend. That's all I'm going to, that's all I can honestly tell you. Even off air, I couldn't tell you. Sort of secrecy with him. Okay. However, Cooper and I, well, Cooper and I actually got into each other because he gave us the wrong equipment, whatever. Anyways. Olympics. Yes. So, uh, kind of last one of the day here. And the NHLPA um, and Gary Bettman uh, and the Olympics. IOC. Basically, get a Charlie horse here. Not a McDavid one, guys. An actual Charlie horse. The one right double IHF and IOC are trying to make it as suitable as possible for the NHL players. Along to, with the double IHF as well. You were right. I did look at the Pierre LeBron article from the Athletic. Well, yeah, because I mean. The NHL can't go directly to the IOC. That's listen, not how that works. Listen, Rene Fassel has a very punchable face. That's all I'm going to say. So does Gary Bettman. So they're both them. Continue. Either way, the NHL can't go directly to the IOC. That you can't. Anyways, so they're just they're just trying to make it as suitable as possible for the NHL players to play in the Olympics. Yes. So the IOC are willing to cover costs, insurance, travel, stuff like that, um, living expenses, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, housing for the players in the Olympic Village. Yeah. And this would be in Beijing. So Right, and they're they're willing to to cover all of that stuff. And and one huge one huge thing about it is insurance and travel. Yep. Insurance being the huge, the the biggest of all. Because and remember there was a big deal in twenty fourteen, given that it was in Sochi, Russia. Remember that. That was a huge deal. A lot well, of Sochi in itself was just a whole mess. But so that was one thing that they why, were doing. That's and, why Beijing is kind of a funny one too. So that takes away. Well, Beijing's less. Um, but compared to okay, not getting into this. So Good they're, call. so we're, they're willing to cover those costs, which sh- saves the NHLPA and the NHL money. Um, they're also willing to give video rights to the NHL, which which is know. hilarious because everyone's like, "What do you mean you gotta give video rights? I always watch all." The-. I mean, listen, if you're on TSN, you see the Sidney Crosby Golden Goal. You watch it on Sportsnet, you see pictures of Crosby celebrating. It's the difference is that it's more of a global exposure. You're allowed to show it off, and like if say you're so and here in the states, you have NBC and Canada CTV. Those are the two that cover the Olympics. Hold on, let me go on here. Whereas if you're trying to follow it and trying to you know if you're on ESPN, 
here, guys, here's what happened in today's Olympics events. You just show pictures and results. You can't show highlights. NBC is having a hoot about this. NBC, I'm not doing this again. I am not doing this again. They own the video rights. I'm going to, Alex, I'm not going to do this. You want to get the show over with? You want to go for another three hours? Uh, we don't have to. I'm just saying. That I'm just putting that out there for all of the listeners who may have not listened to NBC our NBC rants. Can. Or should I say your NBC rants? Yeah, but I'd say that's plural. I know we had one episode for it, but there's multiple throughout our history. So they're willing to give that rights, which brings in revenue to the NHL and NHLPA. Um, this was a quote from NHL De- Deputy Commissioner Bill you Daly. Say, do you want to say Deputy? Deputy. Deputy Commish. Um, Bill Daly, uh, as told by The Athletic uh, via email on Sunday, quote, I would say from the international perspective, a positive meeting because they heard and seemed willing to address some of our major concerns. From an overall pers- perspective, I would say we have a long way to go. I wouldn't get overly excited. And quote, this is, there's a lot of optimism. See, what I say about Both this is... Both sides want to figure something out, but the NHL has the stranglehold. I they, am glad... They want to protect their product, and to, to some extent, I understand why, but to the same extent, I think it's dumb. I think that you need to let these players have that world stage because you have the same scenario with the NBA, but you know what the NBA does? Let their players go to the Olympics. Don't forget, Alex. The difference is basketball, NBA, is in the fall, winter, and spring, not the middle of summer. That's why it's able to work. Well, you know what? Hockey has to cut off. That's why you don't see... That's why when you watch soccer in the Olympics, you don't see all the MLS players go over because that's the middle of their season. Now, granted, it's per, it's it's dumb that like you don't see the best of Premier League or La Liga. Well, or, that's what the World Cup's for. Well, I'm saying is though they have that ability because that's not their season. They don't have you know. There's no Bundesliga. Never saw Iron Robin. I don't. I'm trying to think of all the great Olympic soccer players that were men. Well, that's why the World Cup's there, and that's why this is gonna. Okay, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna say this once. Christine Sinclair, who remember a couple weeks ago, set the most records by any international player. Amazing figure. She had a, she's had an incredible career. But they showed how far the guys were behind. And I say this because guys don't play international football as much. You only see international when it comes to the to the Euro 2016. Or the Euro 2016. That was my tournament that I was huge on. But the Euro tournament and the World Cup. Those are legitimately probably the only big ones that you ever see. Nobody goes to the Olympics. You pretty much see all the B League and C League players go. A lot of the champions are, you know, Football League One, and I'm trying to think of other, you know, you see a lot of players right. that come from the Italian League, Serie A, Serie B. But see, and you know, you want to know why people don't make such a big deal about that is because they have the World Cup. Right. Well, so do and the women. Know, no, so do the women, though. That's what I'm saying. No, no, no. But I'm talking. I'm comparing this to hockey. Okay. Hockey doesn't have a World Cup. Yes, we don't need to get into this again. That was that was the week you weren't here that I got into that. They have this world championship thing, which is a joke. Well, it's a joke because it, well, it's not a joke. It's just it's the sh- NHL saying, "Hey, hi, this is we have players from different countries." Hi. And, well, it's not the NHL; it's the Double IHF. But they, the nice part about it is though that there's still talented hockey players that go there. They're just the ones that are not in the playoffs. 
There's a reason why the one year was the 2015 when they just throttled everybody and they beat Russia by like five in the gold medal game when they had Crosby and Giroux on the same line together. Like that just team that just kicked everyone. That was my favorite one because that was the one they had on NBC Sports. Wasn't don't didn't they have Team North America for that? No, that was the World Cup. That was the World Cup. Yeah, the World but, Cup. That would have been oh that. Was, which by the way also stupid. It's the World Cup. Not it was the best team that everyone wanted. How could you not cheer for that team? They stupid. were stupid. It was that, rigged. I can still no, it was not rigged. Rigged. Watch that Sweden Sweden rigged. game. Alex, if it was rigged, how come they blew a three? Was it two goal lead or three goal lead to Russia? Uh, because stuff happens. Because Russia won and the kids forgot to stop, forgot to start playing. That's why I can leave. Yeah, watch stuff happens. I can go back and watch North America, Sweden overtime over and over again. The best bit of hockey in a very long time. But you know what? If if you yeah, I've got two options. I have these NHL players, the best of the best. Go to the Olympics, and you know what? You either suspend your you suspend your season for a little bit, and you play, and you play less games. Maybe I no. don't know. Or you go later. You, you just go later. You start earlier. Go later. Just go into mid June. Oh my gosh, it's horrible. I don't get what the problem is with going into mid June. The finals usually end June fifteenth, June eighteenth. Yeah, 20th. and you do that only once every four years. Once every, well, not leap year, but half leap year. Yeah, you do that once every four years. Either that or you develop an actual World Cup of Hockey. And well, that's why, they, that's and why you the actually Can- have the best players of every single country. That's why the Canada Cup was such a big deal, because it took the best players in the world. Granted, not from every country, but the Czechs, Russians, Finns, Swedes, Americans, Canadians had the best on best tournament. That was their, and guess what? It was some of the best hockey every single time. 76, 81, 84, 87, 91. Some of the best tournaments. Problem was, Alan Eagleson was a crook, and that's why it stopped. And the holy cow, Panthers and Devils have themselves a barn burner. 5-3. Man. But anyways. But, oh yeah. but I, continuing on. So, so, yeah, your other option is you actually have a genuine World Cup, but when are you going to do that? In the middle of the summer? You'd have to well, I think, it, gonna do? I think you'd have to do it like they did in the last time where they had it at the beginning, right like kind of almost in line with the preseason. That'd be the only Players way you're not have gonna to. do that. Heck no. That's what they used to do. Now, yes, They're the, not gonna do it nowadays. Now, yes, well what are you are you saying that you're cutting Oh my, my gosh, Minnesota's winning two nothing. You're gonna cut my vacation short before I have to go right to training camp? Yep. So you're telling players' me rights like, are gone. Back to the olden days. Jack Jack Adams control teams and tell players they can't have just rights. let them go to the Olympics. Just let them go to the Olympics, and either you have crappy hockey, crappy hockey, crappy hockey during that time. You're doing a great job, or Alex. you move the season around, and it only happens once every four years. It's not that hard. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it. I love it, Alex. I love it. Just take a quick look here. I know we did this last week. I'm just gonna do it quickly here for you, Alex. Take a quick look because remember, I saw Tampa and Pittsburgh. That was one of the games we highlighted last week. They're playing again tonight. Take a quick look at our upcoming schedule of games to talk about. I'm just saying this. If NCAA football can schedule out games like Michigan versus Notre Dame in what year? Like 2024 or something like that? Or 2027? Oh, yeah. They just said, oh, yeah, we're just not going to have the rivalry for a few years. Yeah, but they did that. Yeah. Yeah. If they can schedule it that far out, the NHL can do something. Just taking a quick look at it. I agree with you. NCAA football, Division I. 
has far more teams than the NHL does. You can figure it out. Yeah. Don't Shana. be stupid. A few games to look at for the rest of this week. We got Boston and Montreal tomorrow night at TD Garden. You can tell By the way, we're watching freaking Canadian TV because Swiss Chalet. So, ooh, I, still, never been there. Been to Harvey's, not Swiss Chalet yet. Even though, even though I've had like their their chicken dipping sauce, their that with the, the kind of the gravy stuff they have because we used to have it at Cobblestone. Sure. By the way, did you see? You probably okay. Yeah, I know you didn't. Fans, did you see the Bean Pot final yesterday? What? Boston University was down four three in the last minute, and then who was it? It was Trevor Zegras. Scores with 1.2 seconds left to finish. It was the wildest bean pot final, I think, in some years. Northeastern wins again. Wins the bean pot. It was a wild game yesterday. It got it got national attention in Canada. It was on TSN five though, of course, but it was a wild game. Anyways, that's why I was thinking of Boston. But Boston, Montreal tomorrow night. Any big games on Thursday? I should have prepared this. Not really. I mean, we got Tampa and Edmonton. We talked about that earlier with McDavid being out for a while. Friday, probably the biggest one. Look at that one is maybe Montreal-Pittsburgh just because you see Pittsburgh and Montreal trying to play for their lives. Saturday, a full slate of games, which sees the Battle of Ontario up at the Canadian Tire Center, along with a possibly a fun, interesting game between Arizona and Washington. 10 o'clock game for that one because it's out in Glendale. And there is also a very important matchup, Alex. Boston and Detroit, 1 o'clock game. Very important, I think, for everyone involved there. What do you think, Alex? you agree with me there? I mean, Detroit just beat Boston, so... Yeah, you're... That's not wrong there. Tampa's coming on strong, too. That's a divisional uh, division race there because Tampa plays Philly on Saturday at 4 o'clock. However, there's a big one on Sunday, though, Alex. Ready for the biggest game of the day? Sure. Biggest game of the day, Alex? Sure. Carolina-Edmonton, that's your game, Alex. That is my game. That is your game. That is probably going to be... You know what I'm really interested to see, though? Wait, wait. The Leafs have to play Buffalo on Sunday? What if I just heard about this? Oh, great. Back-to-back, Alex. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this season. This season to just come to it. You know what the worst part is? It's going to snap my fingers after my wedding, and the season will be over. Yes. So, because I'll be getting back from my honeymoon. Trade deadline. I'm going to miss the trade deadline. Yep. Because Kelly's like, you can't be on your phone. It's supposed to be us on our honeymoon. And I'm just going to be like, listen. Here, you cost us a game against Montreal. I'm Does, paying uh, attention to this. Get you, like, WhatsApp. That way I'll have you call in. We'll do, like, at episode. Actually, how many weeks are you going to be gone? Just Two? one. Just, Just one. one. Okay. Just one. Maybe we'll do at episode. Ladies and gentlemen, it's only me. Well, okay, oh, Alex, yeah. you know this mixer here? This mixer. We can hook the phone up to it. I call you. It's not that difficult. You just need audacity. And then I'll just... Uh, well, Nana, if you can use Nana's laptop... I'll just... No, I'm not... I'll use mine. Okay, you got to download Audacity. That's fine. Whatever. You got to download Audacity. And a bit of a... No, actually, I don't know, because you have or to... Or we'll down. just not do a show. We'll skip a week. Just Who skip cares? the Just skip the trade deadline. Screw the trade deadline, everybody. There's going to be nothing happening anyways. Even though I, the last few years, there hasn't been any deadline day deals, really, that have been worth mentioning. So I can see why we wouldn't need it. We'll just one. skip that week, and the week before, we'll be like, hey, go on to... ESPN or no, ESN. absolutely not. Or wherever. Look at your trade deadline news. Goodbye, everybody. Go to TSN Sports Center and then just do that. Anyways, last thing of the show. NHL Hi. 20 tournament with the Grand Rapids Griffins. Any of you in West Michigan, anyone from Kalamazoo to Big Rapids to Lansing, get your keisters out there February 23rd. NHL, it's eSports night at the Grand Rapids Griffins, kind of in, you know, improperly named, but it's a big NHL 20 tournament. We'll be out there 
still t- still plenty of spots left in the tournament, both PS4 and Xbox tournament. So if you have a preference on controller, just letting you know. Tickets are $24 for lower bowl face-off seats, which pretty much means behind the goals, and $28 for face-off uh, center ice seats, which gives you both the access to the game and the spot in the NHL 20 tournament. Sign-up is by tomorrow at 5 o'clock, though, so I'll try to get this episode. Mother of goodness. Maybe I need a, maybe I need a coffee. That's the 22nd, though, right? The 23rd. The 23rd is? 23rd. It's on a Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We'll be out there. Because the 22nd, I'm watching Harry Potter. What? The symphony. Oh, right. Uh, DeVos, right? Yeah, DeVos Performance Hall. Sweet. That sounds like fun. I will be broadcasting. I'll be broadcasting my last two hockey games of the se- regular season, at least, as far as I know. So, yeah, we'll be out there. We won't be broadcasting, unfortunately. I thought about getting the streaming idea, but I talked to Brady and it didn't sound it's like it. It's okay, Tyler. You'll get plenty of broadcasting with me, with lacrosse. Zach Hyman, his second goal of the game. Set up by who, Alex? Uh, I don't know. I the, didn't watch the, the game. because I'm, I'm he's, uh, he's the one with the C on his chest, Alex. Uh, is, 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 he, is he one of the Carolina Hurricanes? No! John Tavares, you turducken! Well, you have to remember the, the away jersey for the Canes that has the, the C on the chest. Are we watching the Canes, Alex? Hard no! We should be. Are we watching Carolina and Dallas right now? We should be. No, because you got to go home and do homework, Alex. Yes, I do. Because- February <laughs> the 23rd. We'll be out there 10 a.m. for the tournament. Come on out. Make sure you sign up tomorrow by 5 o'clock tomorrow. They did not bump back the time, even though we probably asked them to. Nonetheless, be out there. It'll be fun. We'll play some chill. Talk a little bit. Chat a little bit. Have some good time. We'll be on social media, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. By that, I mean Instagram. Like We're just going to be posting on our own stuff. So you have to go on at TJKU29 on Instagram. Or at the real. Alex Keel on you have to the actually, Instagram. You actually have to put at the. You at have to put the you have to put, real Alex Keel. Yes. I mean, we'll be there probably. Yeah, we'll be the ones yelling and screaming and chirping other people and being mean to them. Your dog poo buddy. Your dog poo buddy. Your ten pie bud. You're Look, a dustpan. Buddy, you try to drag that puck. You L1R1 so weak right now, bud. You're the kind of guy that tries to do the hashtag broom challenge 2020 and then puts it on Don't the wrong side. Okay, that's not too bad, actually. I'll give you that one. Okay, I'm just saying the broom challenge is probably the dumbest. Uh, I'd say it's that's bad. freaking cool. No, that's cool. It's that's physics. It's science. It's it. It is. I I, I get it. Okay, that, it's some, oh, that's that's you know what? That's like watching a like a lunar eclipse and being like, wow. It's like watching a lunar eclipse and like, wow. I'm so proud of you. Wow, that's kind of dumb, even though it's cool. Or a solar eclipse. Wow. Literally, we just see the moon go across the sun. It's almost like it's right there. Science. Shut up. Did you see Bill Nye doing a No, a I walk? didn't. You didn't see it? It was, on, it was all across social media, even Instagram. You Bill Nye was wh- part of a he was part of a fashion show. Bill Nye was. You wanna know why I didn't watch that? Because I have a life. I do too. And I just scrolling through social media one day and all of a sudden there's Bill Nye walking and all of a sudden it became a gosh darn meme. Walking into work on a Sunday hungover, like, and it was him walking, doing, like, a weird, awkward jive, even though I'm like, that's not accurate, but it was still funny because it's Bill Nye. You're not going to question Bill Nye. Don't on you- that bombshell. At the Kill Podcast, tweet us, please, and tell Alex that you should get on social media and get back on Twitter so we can see Bill Nye doing an awesome walk during a fashion show. Or I could just stick to Instagram and Facebook because they're linked. Facebook's a joke. I don't like Facebook. I only go on Facebook to make sure none of my friends are dead. All my friends are dead. All my friends dead. All my friends dead.
That's it. Yes. Wrong song, but. Oh. Hashtag the Keel Podcast at the Keel Podcast on Twitter. Get involved in the show. Get involved in the conversation. For Tyler, I'm your host, Alex. We will see you next time. Goodbye. You know, I should, I shouldn't, I shouldn't continue saying like, see you next time, because like, we can't. What? See them.